Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, another video for you. Um... Welcome to the channel. If it's your first time here or if it, if you're a new subscriber, I really thank you for joining us in the fight against narcissism and getting the word out. And if you would consider taking a minute to subscribe to the channel now before we get into the video and do your part in our anti-narcissist campaign and are getting the awareness out there, I would be so grateful. Thank you. Today, guys, I've actually made notes because, you know, I know I normally just talk off the bat, but um, I wanted to cover a good bit in this video because a lot of people at the moment, um, I don't know if it's just a thing that's happening at the moment, that the energy that's coming through, but a lot of people are finding it hard to break away from thoughts about the narcissist, ruminating about the narcissist, wondering will they ever um, recover? Will they ever be able to heal? And will a day ever come where they actually don't think about the narcissist. So I'd like to talk about how to how to break the spiritual ties to the narcissist and what actually is the spiritual bond and the spiritual tie to the narcissist. So let's get into it. The spiritual tie that you have with the narcissist is different to the trauma bond. The trauma bond is, in my opinion, um, is more of a chemical addiction and a psychological confusion. The spiritual tie is, oh my goodness, it's it's harder to break because it's something that's difficult to actually explain. So looking at my notes for those of us who don't, you know, maybe who aren't religious or who kind of talking about the spiritual stuff kind of freaks them out. Let me just kind of simplify it a bit and ask you, have you ever had the experience with people that are close to you? Now, I've had this greatly with my sons. Uh, you can have it with friends or just people that you have a strong bond with, um, a, a strong connection with. But you'll be going along in your day and suddenly they'll come into your mind and you start to wonder about them. And then within a few hours or the next day or whatever, you get a phone call from them and you haven't been in touch with them maybe for a month or two months. I consider this more than just a coincidence. Um, I believe that we are spiritually attached, like there's an invisible tie when we come into someone's energy and live in their energy and love them and become very involved with them, that we form an energetic, invisible, spiritual connection to that person. And it's not only people that uh, that love us that we do this with, but it's people that we have been 
embedded with. Uh, and that's why I believe in spiritual ties. Like someone can be in a different country. I have this often with my one of my oldest sons who is is living in the States, actually. And it's so weird. It even happened the other night when I was cooking for 15 minutes. I had him on my mind a lot, thinking that he'd enjoy what I was cooking. And lo and behold, he phoned me. So it's really, it never ceases to amaze me. But without labouring that point, I'll say that it's not the trauma bond and that spiritual the spiritual ties do exist. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes because I don't want to miss anything here. Okay, how is the spiritual tie or bond formed? Um, and why is it so strong with the narcissist? You know, that you may only have had a short relationship with them. It may only have been six months and you're saying to me, well, Paula, like I do kind of get what you're saying about people in my family and having stronger bonds with them or long-term friendships. But why the hell is the narcissist in my mind on a daily basis? Why can I not shift this dog out of my mind, this dog person? Um, In the start, they they mirror us. Um. They mirror us back to ourselves and they validate us so much in the initial stage and they know exactly what they're doing. There are so many different techniques they use to embed us into them and with them. But the experience of being so validated is it seems like a spiritual experience because you seem like you're getting to know yourself better and you seem like you're growing and it feels like a spiritual experience. And in ways it is. You associate this with the narcissist because they're the ones that are mirroring you and bringing this validation out and bringing all these feelings out that you're getting to know yourself better, that you're feeling empowered initially and it does feel amazing. However, the narcissist will take us down an ego trip into getting to know yourself, getting to know yourself in an egotistical way. So whereas it feels amazing to start off with, they bring you into your ego and into the pleasures of the ego and then into a state of negativity with pleasures of the ego where you go out of your boundaries and into their world and you join them in the materialism and the things you may find this happening. Now, maybe some of you guys didn't, but you lose more of yourself and more of less. You're less and less in your spiritual self in getting pleasures from the simple things in life, even though you can delve into those yourself when the narcissist is getting too much for you. But in general, a relationship with the narcissist is going to bring you into is going to bring you into a different set of values. They through all the different manipulations that they use on you, they make you doubt your identity and you have to lose, you have to lose your identity to please them. You this happens very gradually and very subtly, but you more and more go over into helping them gain egotistical pleasures uh, like material gains and you shift your focus 
from what would have been important to you to try and the loving maybe and the giving side to the narcissist's kind of view that why are you, you know, doing all this giving? They don't care about you. They don't care what you're doing. You're wasting your time. In fact, I heard them speaking badly about you and that person you're helping there, well, they're after you for this. They project all of their life views onto you and you become more like them for a certain period of time until you wake up. So all this change is incredibly intense and it it feels extremely emotional and it feels extremely falsely spiritual. You be you begin to become immersed in the narcissist's world because if you don't you know you get the trauma bond the addiction the trauma bond comes in and the the addictive the addiction uh, that you have to the narcissist cuts in at this stage. But I don't want to talk about that. But unless you do kind of renege a lot of your values and who you are to become, to make the narcissist happy and to get peace in the relationship and to not lose what you think is valuable because the narcissist has conned you into thinking that they are extremely valuable and that they are the source of all your validation and they're the reason that you're doing well in life and they're the reason that you're happy. So the spiritual stuff gets very, very mixed up and your loss of identity and your identification with them for your happiness and their spiritual view that you have to, you have to kind of share to a certain extent leaving your good values aside or making them lesser in order to maintain the relationship. The, re the relationship transactionship with the narcissist is also extremely intense. With their gaslighting, with their triangulation, with their pain causing, with the confusion they cause, every day is there is no time for spiritual reflection. You feel at different times that you don't have a moment to analyze or to think about anything and they don't let you have a moment to do that. So this intensity is like being in a war zone. And when the narcissist leaves, you're left with a huge amount of post-traumatic stress. You're left with a huge amount of self-doubt you are left feeling that you're spiritually empty because the spirit that you shared with the narcissist when you were with them was an evil spirit. But you didn't realise that cognitively at the time because you were in a state of confusion, but you'd gone over to the narcissist's view of things for a certain length of time until you woke up. I, I would say that that's what happened. I know that's what happened to me. And that's the way I see it for other people as well. So the other thing I wanted to say is that the energy around them is also filled with with material pleasure, 
with pain. And it's a negative energy that starts off, you think, as a positive energy because you're feeling so good. Eventually, it becomes a very painful, tormented um, addiction type of energy where you don't know from one moment to the next if you're going to be happy again or if it's all going to work out. And there's so many things that keep you hoping that it will. But the energy around them is a tormented energy eventually. I don't know if you guys got to this stage in the devaluation process where the peace goes and that type of feeling is part of your everyday. You get reprieves from it when they when they decide that they need to reel you back in and get more out of you. But I know at the back of our minds, it's always how long is this going to last this time without another upset? And in your heart and in your soul and in, in your spirit, you're hungering for real sustenance. And the narcissist doesn't give you this. They give you like, they give you junk food. They give you spiritual junk food. That's the best way I can describe it. It's not sustaining and it's taking you away from your own power to validate love and spiritually grow yourself. Okay, guys, let me have another look at the notes. There is a simple answer to breaking the spiritual tie with the narcissist. And I'm going to get into that now in a minute. The other way the narcissist establishes a very, very strong spiritual tie, they do it on a soul level by sucking the energy or the goodness out of your soul and bringing you into Satan's materialistic world. They also do it in a physical way, in a sexual way, where we use our sexuality and our physicality to get as close as we possibly can to an intimate partner. And they really, really work on sexually pleasuring you to give you the experience that you would never have had with anybody else. They will take it to the nth degree and also make you feel yourself that you can explore sexu your sexuality safely with them up to a point because they are so accepting of everything. And they will say to you that maybe what you're doing is very mild and they would envisage and they'll go off into some type of perversions and you'll go, in your mind, well, I guess that's just a fantasy or something, but actually you will find, I'll do a video on sexuality with the narcissist as well, but you will find that I think because they feel, because they let you know that they're so open to everything, it does give you a freedom to express yourself sexually with them and make you feel very free. And in doing so, in, in, in immersing with them in a sexual way, like you have never probably maybe with anybody else um, and the sexual experience and the physical. Again, it's the it's all the carnal stuff. It's all the materialistic stuff. It's all the, the ego body pleasures. But it can you can mistake it for for spirituality, for being awakened spiritually um, because these things are new to you and it can feel like a growth and 
obviously sharing an intimate sexual experience with someone over and over and over again and getting to know them they're getting to know their body getting to know what you think you know their mind and their soul that you think you know can be a very spiritual experience but it's not the spiritual experience that you think it is it's a spiritual experience on the dark side but you do mistake it for something called love it's not because the person that's presenting to you is manipulating you through pleasure um, and through ego and those the person that's doing that is not coming from a spiritually good energy point of view to give you and help you grow. It's to take from you and get gain control over you. It's a spiritual conundrum and it's a spiritual confusion, but it does feel spiritual and it does tie you spiritually to this individual. Another look at my notes, guys, bear with me. Okay, um, I'm also guessing that you feel like nobody has ever known you as well as the narcissist. And honestly, they do know you really, really, really well. But what they know about you is they know they know your weak points and they know how to manipulate you using your emotions. They know your emotional makeup. But they've no idea who you are yourself. They've no idea of your truth, your beauty, your spirituality, your combination that makes you uniquely you. They've no idea of your strength. And this is why it's a big, big shock for a lot of narcissists, particularly when they meet an awakened empath after the discard or after you've discarded them because they lose control of us and they see us progressing and doing well in our lives. But I won't get into this now. But what I'm trying to say to you is you feel spiritually that they know you very well because they tell you they do and because they know how to manipulate you. And you can mistake that as somebody knowing you in your essence, in your beauty and in your spirituality. And believing that, that they this person does know you better than anyone else can be a dreadful spiritual bond and spiritual tie as well. Again, mistaken because they don't know you. You are just um, an object that has an emotional pattern that they know how to manipulate. They don't know you. So guys, what I will say to you about the simplicity of breaking the spiritual bond. It's simple, but it's hard. What you have to do is, one, realise that you are with a bad energy source, that the narcissist is bad energy. You also have to realise that the world is made up of energy. And the more you think about a situation or the more energy you give to a person, the more you're locked into that energy and the spiritual tie and the spiritual energy that is flowing towards them. 
what you need to do is when that happens, you need to do something very for yourself. It's okay. You're thinking about them. You say, Paul, I can't stop thinking about them. Park that thought. Say, okay, I'm thinking about them, thinking about them. Now stop. Now do something for yourself that makes you more you. Work on yourself. Work on your own spirit, spirituality. Go to a quiet place. Make a quiet place in your house where you can be spiritual, where you can meditate or go to your favourite seat in the park or go to the beach, your best walk that you go on, where you again feel more like you. Contact your friends, someone that you feel peaceful, validated and beautiful around. Look at a good video, something that reminds you of you in your essence. Bring your identity back self-care, work on yourself, do everything that brings you back into what's important to you and your spirituality. You, It's like there's energy, energy's like wind. And if you get caught up in the narcissist's bad energy, wind flow, you can feel all your hair, your nails, your body being sucked into it. And you have to pull yourself back where you get into a strong, good energy flow to break that spiritual tie. If you're not a religious person, I would always say pray to God because God is the greatest, um, greatest breaker of bad spiritual energy bonds, like invisible ropes that tie us to that bad, painful, tormented soul of the narcissist. If you're not a religious person, pray to the universe. Thank the universe and thank God for the sun, the moon, the world we live in, for good people. Give thanks every day for the good things that you have in your life. Come back into your light. I promise you that spiritual bond will break with that diabolical, obnoxious energy that you are with. And the more you learn about what a narcissist is, the more you'll understand that what you thought was a spiritual bond with them was not. It was a mechanical manipulation of you as a person. But they never saw you. So if you understand that, you'll understand that they can't be spiritually bonded to you because they don't know a damn thing about who you are. They've no idea. And that's why it shocks them so much. That's why it shocks them so much when they can't destroy us, when they can't break us, when we do so much better without them. And the other thing, guys, I want to say this video has gone on for a very long time is that if you put out good energy, your energy, and it's not coming from a place of lack, if you're not pining for something to fulfill you and you're fulfilling yourself and that energy is going out into the world and your actions are showing that, that comes back to you. And people are attracted to that. It's very, very attractive. A person who's worked on themselves and who knows themselves and who owns themselves and who does not need to be fulfilled by another anything else, by anything materialistic or by another individual. And 
you know, you can do, say, a good deed or you can put something good out there. And it's amazing how it comes back to you, just as it's amazing how bad energy comes back to you and how bad energy attracts bad energy. You get, say, someone like the narcissist and maybe they've got everyone convinced they're great, but they do a bad deed to someone. But they don't think anything about it because that someone's not important. Yet, by coincidence or God, that someone meets the person that they're going to do a job interview with and mentions that the narcissist, unfortunately, they, in their opinion, is not a good candidate for the job. It's weird how God works, but God works in mysterious ways or the universe works in mysterious ways. What you put out does come back to you. We don't always get to see karma, but sometimes we do. So anyway, guys, you can break that spiritual tie. It takes time and your efforts working on you and getting back into your spiritual space and prayer to God or to the universe and a place that's sanctified that you can go into and feel good energy and spirituality and being in the company of people that reflect your values and never, never taking your values for granted, never minimizing the importance of repeating and working on what exactly your values are and upholding the boundaries that you set around those values, your priorities, your main pillars in your life, the things that make you, you. It does take time. It doesn't happen overnight because there's a hell of a lot of work that the narcissist has done on you to make you feel you had a spiritual connection with this person. But the last point I leave you with is you can't have an ongoing spiritual connection once you know who the narcissist is. It's never, ever the same again. You can never look at that person in a spiritual way again because they didn't know who you were and they were not actually spiritually connected to you in a good way. So guys, I hope that helps. That's my best on that's my best on the spiritual ties. Um they're very breakable. Don't despair if you're in the early days of the, you know, post discard. It's like coming out of a war zone. You think you miss the intensity of the war, but you're just readapting to civilian life and regaining the beauty of yourself and getting rid of a vile enemy. Hit the like button, guys, if you liked it, and I will see you again soon. Godspeed to everyone and you take care of yourselves. And I'll see you again. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.